heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? It's still Winsome Starbuck, Kira Can, and Encoder are closing strongly, particularly Encoder. 100 metres left to run. Encoder on the outside, and Kira Can went by Winsome Star. Encoder strides clear, and Encoder won the Grand Prix. Encoder first, Kira Yeah, what a super win it was by Encoder in the Grand Prix at Eagle Farm on Saturday. And if you are a sentimental punter, as Maddie Stewart has brought up, you would have had a fill-up. Rolling Damien Oliver's last ride winner into the man who started it all for Ollie Lee Freeman winning the feature, and then a greyhound just happened to be called Scalacci winning the Phoenix a few hours later. I wonder if Lee was watching all of that unfold. Good morning, Lee. Yes, good morning, lads. No, I no, I didn't actually. I uh, when I got home, I had to go go out again Saturday evening, and I see he was in the. His favourite in the third last uh, Ollie, that is, in, in Perth. And uh, I threw a couple of bucks on him and went out. I didn't realise <laughs> in the last three. And probably, arguably, one of the best rides of his career, the last ride. And I know you've usually got like about 187 bucks floating around in your phone account or something. Did you happen to see Scalacci, the rank outsider in the Phoenix <laughs> at, at the Meadows? <clears throat> Actually, Matty, um, I don't back dogs. <laughs> Well, you uh, should have on Saturday night. <laughs> I've known several uh, comrades of mine come unstuck back in dogs late at night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a risky, it's a risky pursuit. It's hard to... There's got to be an intervention. Calling the priest. Calling the priest. Hey, um, Lisa, you went out to dinner. I, I reckon it was such a big moment that it was a where were you when uh, Damien yeah. Oliver did that on Munamek. So you were sitting at dinner with your phone out. Did you how, how, did t- take us through you? Did you watch the race live? I didn't actually. Someone said he's just. But you, you've got to see this ride. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I sort of picked it up yesterday morning and watched it. I thought, gee. It's as good a ride as you'll ever see in a race, seriously. I mean, to do that your last race ride, it's like putting your signature on things and saying, see, I'm not retiring because I'm windy or anything. I'm just retiring because I want to. <laughs> You're not the most sentimental bloke. I know that. Um, How do you know that? I know that because <laughs> I keep trying to make you feel sentimental about Markdell and you'd, you'd say just it's now just a brewery. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, but hey, you must flash back to the, to the early days when this kid came over. And one thing I was wanting to ask you was, was there ever a moment with Damien where you thought this kid's not going to make it? Uh, whether it was when you dumped him from naturalism, I think you did at one stage. Was there ever a time where you think he didn't have it, didn't have what it would take? No, not really. Um, look, when you've got kids, uh, you know, apprentice boys or girls, um, there are occasions when you've got to uh, drop the hammer on them, you know, just to make them realise it's that. I've never had to do that too many times with, with Damien. Um, you know, in the first six weeks, he probably, we just we were just watching him, you know, and he was going through the paces and we sent him out to the bush and then uh, I think he wrote a double at, at Mooney Valley for us, um at the end of that six-week period, I thought, yeah, well, he's got plenty to offer, particularly with the two-and-a-half kilos. I mean, that was just, uh, you know, probably the greatest, one of the greatest, if not the greatest rider of all times. Uh, claiming two-and-a-half as a boy, it was, um, <laughs> it was a bit unfair. Yeah, no, absolutely right. 
Um, well, let's get back to your winner on the weekend. It was there was a beautiful story of Scalacci the Greyhound, Damien Oliver the winning, and then and then you winning up in Brisbane. And you know your oh. brothers won a Melbourne Cup, and so has your nephew in recent times. And it's 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 sort of now your opportunity to remind everyone who Lee Friedman is too. So that was a, a lovely step on the on the weekend. Yeah, in a sense. Um um, without, you know, I'm not trying to sound blase, but I've, I've won, you know, a lot of group races, but I was actually absolutely thrilled for our staff. I've got a fantastic staff up here, and uh, they put so much time and effort, and, you know, they really love the horses, and particularly the girl that looks after that horse, just, you know, has just been fantastic with him all the way through. So, for me, it was a lot more, it was a much bigger thrill for the win for them, and for, for Dream and Dave and Shannon, um, from Dream because they've been great supporters of ours up here. They're great mates and um, and, and great supporters. So uh, yeah, it was, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, Leo was going to touch on that relationship with Dream and, and Dave and Shannon. I, I think it's almost become a staple of Magic Millions week in January. Seeing the four of you heading off to uh, to dinner or something somewhere <laughs> yeah. at some point of the week, uh, even though they're they're based in Victoria, they you know they're, they're more than happy to support you in Queensland racing. Yeah, I think there's some, you know, there's good opportunities up here, particularly um, like that horse with cutest horses, similar to Vobus and Bob's, and that, uh, you buy those those cutest qualified colts or fillies, and there's a, just a little bit of extra bonus money all the time. I think Soothsayer, who's that horse's half brother, mm. that we've had a bit of luck with. He, he's won about 120 mm. or 30 thousand just in bonuses, you know. So they're, they're great supporters up here, and, and they, they love that cutest system. So uh, we'll keep playing along. How's the track going at the Gold Coast, Lee? Uh, it made its comeback. The Magic Millions is really, really close. And it's, I'm still hearing some rumblings about about how well it's going to present. What, what's your gut feeling? Oh, I think it'll be fine. You know, there's always people bitching about tracks. So <laughs> ever since I was <laughs> in nappies, people have been bitching about tracks, but uh, probably because they didn't win on the day. But um, I will say one thing, that most of these new tracks brand new tracks when they start racing on they're usually pretty leaderish because they they've um, they've got the grass cut pretty short here for the first meeting to encourage that kaikuya to spread to run and uh, you've got to keep throwing the water on it you've also got to keep mowing it back but I think Navesh will take a different tack coming up to the wave and the magic means I think I think you'll see more grass on it which will give it a better cushion, and I, I think he, I think everyone realises that it's one of these super draining tracks that you're going to have to put a lot of water on it. And as we used to do in Singapore on really hot days, you know, um, after track work, they usually put a couple of mils on the track just to keep a little bit of juice in it early because the heat up here at the moment is quite intense. And um, if you're starting the day with a three, you're going to end up with a one, you know. Hey, Speaking of, so just quickly, just you mentioned Singapore. See, Dale Brown's resigned. Um, all the major executive levels all, all jumping ship a, a fair few months in advance of the complete closure there. It's it's still a sad and sorry tale as it unfolds, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is. I've moved on now. Okay, righto. <laughs> sorry, for, Michael, back to you. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say, Lee, you had four winners in two days um, on the Friday yeah. and the Saturday. So how, how big is your stable now, Lee? And obviously going well at the moment. Yeah. Uh, well, it's life, you know. Swings and roundabouts. We're going good at the moment. Someone else next week. But um, we only keep about 29 or 30 in work. And I'm still pretty savage on... I get rid of them pretty quick. Um, 
But those horses have, uh, we just moved stable actually for the eighth, seventh or eighth time since I've been here. We're, we're finally in what we hope will be our final digs. Um, and the horses have settled in really well. And um, interesting, two of my um, girl riders, you know, gallop riders, rode two of those um, encoded with another filly uh, on the track on last Tuesday and said how great the track felt but how well those horses worked. And um, uh, both of them won. She won on the Friday and he won on the Saturday. So you're obviously still loving it then. Um, I was going to ask you, though, after six or seven moves, are you getting a bit fed up? Oh, look, I don't need to fear. <laughs> I don't need to fear too much when they're moving. I think it drives my foreman and his wife mad. But, um, um, but look, they knew this was always going to... The end game was always this, so the final move was, um, wasn't too bad. We just had to move out of Magic Millions, obviously, because of the sale coming up. But uh, we've moved up the road into some really good stables. And, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're well appointed. Peter Rabel's in, in the stable next door to me. He's just renovated that, so... They're, they're good stables, and um, I'll tell you what, my horses will be good, good travellers if they're ever good enough. Cause they have to be, uh, <laughs> I, um, from one place to the other. You, you mentioned you've done it all. Uh, you're a Hall of Fame trainer in the, the, the Cups and uh, Group 1 races, but how much of a kick did you get sitting back watching um, your brother Anthony and, and Sam win the Melbourne Cup this year? Oh, obviously, you know, blood sticker than water. It, it, it was a great achievement, you know, and... To be fair, he, the old boy had a bit more to do with it than the young boy because he, he spent most of his time training down at, um, at Pinecliff and uh, that horse has had its, its dramas. It's, I think it's had, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's had screws in its joint or it's something or other. And um, he's just gone wrong again, which is unfortunate. But, you know, it can always cry about those sort of things, but it would have been worse if he'd gone wrong before the Caulfield and Melbourne Cup, so at least he's bagged them. Um, no, they're going great. They're running a good operation. They've got a good operation there with Pinecliff working in tandem with that Flemington stable. And, um, you know, they're, they're, uh, they've got some nice horses, yeah. And seeing Anthony's unbridled jubilation that uh, continues to this day after the Cup, it's, it's uh, you know, jumping through hoops and uh, celebrating wildly. <laughs> He was smiling on the inside. Yeah, no, he's an internal <laughs> smiler. There's no doubt about that. Hey, uh, good on your league. Um, wrap for you on the weekend, and hopefully uh, you buy some nice ones at the Millions and go on from there. Can't afford them. I've got to find some putters. Well, uh, we'll put I'm the... out there. I'm looking for putters. We'll put the call out. Hey, well, just tell us quickly, where's Encoder go next? Do we see it over the Millions? Actually, good question, Michael. We, after discussions with Dave yesterday, there's a two hundred thousand dollar bonus if a horse, if a three year old can win the Grand Prix and the Wave, which mm. is the week before the Magic Million. So, whereas I was going to tip him out today, I'm going to delay that three weeks and try and have a crack at the Wave because it's tremendous money for that horse and. Uh, and the older he gets in really well as a three-year-old at that distance at weight grades this time of year. I think he gets 53 or 53 and a half, and the older horses have to give him five kilos. So that that won't be an easy task for them. I would have thought. Uh, good on you, Lee. We'll look forward to seeing you at the millions. Cheers. See ya.